Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with the song entitled, I Will Give Thanks. National observance of Thanksgiving this week. We wonder how many people today honestly take any time at all to thank the Lord for everything that He has done for them. How many of us even realize that we would not even have one solitary thing had He not given it to us? Some years ago, during an evangelistic meeting in Ontario, a Canadian told the evangelist his testimony and how he was made to realize his sinfulness and his need of salvation. One day, he was invited to eat dinner with a Native American, a highly respected man in the community. They entered a hotel together, and they were seated. As soon as the food came, the Canadian began to eat. The Native American, however, paused and bowed his head and gave thanks to God for the food. Presently, the Native American said to the Canadian, 
Do you know what a man reminds me of one who sits down to the table and eats the food that God gave him without giving thanks to God for it? No, said the man quite abruptly. He didn't care to talk about such matters and continue to eat. Well, said the Native American, the man who sits down to the table and eats food that God gives him without thanking God for it reminds me of the hog under the chestnut tree eating chestnuts, and he doesn't even so much to look up to see where the chestnuts had come from. This made the Canadian very angry, but God used it to convict him of his sin of ingratitude and show him his sinful nature. He was led to call upon the Lord to save him from his sins and receive the Lord Jesus Christ as his personal Savior. God heard his cry and has experienced the transforming power of God unto salvation. In 1 Thessalonians 5.18, Everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. As Paul outlines the indictment against humanity in the first chapter of Romans, he lists one account of extreme lack of thankfulness in our natural state. In our childhood, when a gift was given or a favor shown to us, our parents frequently had to ask, What do you say? Sometimes gifts were withheld until we said, Thank you. There are multitudes who have never sincerely thanked God for sunshine, rain, and the harvest of grain. They have never thanked him for food or clothing or shelter and the measure of health and strength which they enjoy. Why not thank God for all your blessings starting today? Listen now as Steve Bolt sings for us his beautiful song entitled, How Can I Say Thanks? How can I say thanks for the things he has done for me? Things so undeserved, yet he gave to prove his love for me. Oh, the voices of ten million angels. Cannot express my gratitude All that I am and ever hope to be I give it all to Thee To God be the glory To God Let me live my life. May it be pleasing, Lord, to 
be And should there be Any praise Let it go to Calvary Yes, with his blood He has saved me With his blood He has raised me To my God Be the glory For the You're listening to Join the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen or to watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altunabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown and Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 a.m., 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at 942-2131. Listen now as Debbie Sackmer plays for us on the flute this lovely song, Give Thanks.
Dear Your Honor, wrote an eight-year-old boy to Judge Archie Gringold of St. Paul, Minnesota. I thank you so much for letting my mother and my dad adopt me. I'll be nine soon, and I'm in the Cub Scouts. Here's a picture of me. And I'm also giving you four cents because you deserve it. Thankfulness depends on more than what we have. It realizes where our blessings come from. Thankfulness is gratitude or response to someone who has met our need. God's goodness ought to be the deepest source of our thanksgiving. In Psalm 27, David has given us a beautiful sermon on thankfulness. His first point is, I have one resource. In verse 1 he says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. This is not the boast of one who lived in safety and security. He was a fugitive in caves and forests while King Saul tried to kill him. But God delivered David. Can you say that the Lord is your one resource, your light and salvation? His second point is, I have one desire. Not power, not things, not even fame. David wanted a right relationship with God. He said, One thing I've desired of the Lord, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, and to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in His temple. He concludes this point by saying, I will offer in His tabernacle sacrifice of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. His third point is a prayer beginning in verse 7, and it can be summed up in, I have one hope. Here we have five petitions. Hear, O Lord, hide not thy face, teach me thy way, lead me, and deliver me not over unto my enemies. David is not searching here. He has one hope because he says that unless he believed to see the goodness of the Lord, he could not go on. Then its conclusion is, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. That is knowing that his resource is dependable. His desire shall be provided, and he will have his hope. He knows the Lord has total love for his total need, and that is the source of true thanksgiving. We can depend upon the Lord so we can be thankful for all that he does for us and all that he will do for us. Listen now as Larry Grable sings for us this wonderful song, To God Alone Be the Glory. Justice and truth will stand firm forever. His deep love and kindness he abundantly shares. To God alone be the glory. See you. 
of God, a blessing to those who are held in His hand. The God of today will take care of tomorrow. The future is certain to be as He planned. To God alone be the glory. To God alone be the praise for the things He has done, for the things He. power compel us to praise him in wonder and love to God alone be the glory to God alone be the praise for the things he has done he will do to him be the glory and praise to him be the glory and praise once again this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock our doors be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is Thanksgiving. Psalm 100, verses 4 and 5. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Some 400 years ago, in September of 1620, 102 pilgrims set sail for the New World. In November of 1620, before setting foot on land, they wrote and signed the Mayflower Compact. The Mayflower Compact is an agreement reached by the pilgrims on the ship Mayflower in 1620 before they landed at Plymouth Rock. The Mayflower bound them to live in a civil society according to their own laws. The Mayflower Compact, originally entitled The Agreement Between the Settlers of the New Plymouth, was the first governing document of the Plymouth Colony. And it remained active until 1691 when the Plymouth Colony became part of the Massachusetts Bay Colony. The Compact was an early successful attempt at democracy and undoubtedly played a role in the future colonists seeking permanent independence from British rule and shaping the nation that would eventually become the United States of America. 
Many historians have referred to the Mayflower Compact as the foundation of the United States Constitution, which was written some 167 years later. The Mayflower Compact was drawn up with fair and equal laws for the general good of the settlement and with the will of the majority. They wrote and signed the compact for their own survival and for the colony to operate and function within these certain laws. In part, the Mayflower Compact states these words, In the name of God, Amen, whose names are underwritten the loyal subjects of our dreaded sovereign Lord King James, by the grace of God of Great Britain, France, and Ireland, King Defender of the Faith having undertaken for the glory of God and the advancement of the Christian faith, do by these presents solemnly and mutually in the presence of God and one another covenant and combine ourselves together in a civil body politics for our better ordering and preservation and furtherance of the ends aforesaid. For the general good of the colony unto which we promise all due submission and obedience. Let me read this again and remind you for the reason of the new colony. Having undertaken for the glory of God and the advancements of the Christian faith. The glory of God and the advancements of the Christian faith. Patrick Henry stated, It cannot be emphasized too strongly nor too often that this great nation was founded not by religionists, but by Christians, not on religions, but on the gospel of Jesus Christ. Think for a moment of this change and decline within our nation over the past 400 years, from the pilgrims coming over on the Mayflower and their Mayflower compact stating for the glory of God and the advancements of the Christian faith, unto now in the year 2020, with an estimated 20% of all Americans stating that they have no religious affiliation at all. The current population of the United States is over 330 million people. That would mean a staggering 66 million Americans have no religious affiliation. And it does not mean that the remaining 80% or 264 million are saved. It just means that the 80% claim some kind of religious affiliation. We understand the change and decline in our country. When you want to eliminate God from everything, take God out of prayer, out of schools, just think with me of some of the climate in America in 2020 individuals wanting to do, this has been going on for several years, do away with the words, in God we trust. Or wanting the Pledge of Allegiance to be rewritten, removing the words, under God. Or other individuals crying separation of church and state. There are so many examples of individuals, groups, wanting to remove God from our country, from our society, from our everyday life. The third stanza of the Star Spangled Banner, Praise the power that made us and preserved us a nation. Then conquer we must when our cause it is just. And this be our motto. In God is our trust. Just think about that type of climate. And then the first Thanksgiving and the real reason for its celebration. 
Don't you imagine or speculate that many Americans would probably want to do away altogether with Thanksgiving if the original intent, design, or meaning giving thanks to God was fully emphasized, reiterated, or impressed? The reason that so many Americans allow, tolerate, or endure with Thanksgiving because to them it's food, it's family gatherings, it's football games. Now in our lifetime, the emphasis will be placed and has been placed upon shopping. It will be simply another shopping day for Christmas. And we know this year with COVID-19, there will be some changes and maybe some restrictions dealing with family gatherings. We want our families and our communities simply to be safe. But all these things being associated with Thanksgiving, rather than the emphasis being on Thanksgiving and prayer to God, it is sad to think how far our country as a whole has spiritually declined since the first Thanksgiving some 399 years ago, or 231 years since our Congress declared a national day of prayer and thanksgiving to God. True thanksgiving for the believers should be every day and not just limited to one day a year. It is a word that should be a part of our prayer life, our walk, and our speech. Contemplate about the Gentiles at the tower, how that they were not thankful, Romans one twenty one, and they eventually turned away from God and they worshipped and served the creature more than the Creator. As believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, we have so much to be thankful for and to rejoice about. Salvation by grace through faith, the fact that we have the Word of God, we have access, answered prayer. Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ, your personal Savior? You've never trusted Him. The Gospel is, Christ died for you. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Jesus is